Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the second hour of the Thursday edition of the Live with Rank Show. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in. If you would like to be part of the program today, it's pretty easy. 269 441 9595. Again, that's 269 441 9595. Give us a call. Love to hear from you, even if you disagree with me. Love to hear different opinions. And you can also email me at rank, R E as an excellent, N K at townsquaremedia.com. First order, order, first order, first hour, I want to point you to a piece I wrote. And it's the Detroit Free Press already starting the revisionist history to tie, in my opinion, humble opinion, to get Whitmer reelected. They must really feel that she's in trouble because they wouldn't make such buffoons out of themselves. They wouldn't show how intellectually dishonest and hypocritical they are. And all of it's right there for you in the piece I wrote. 100% proof. Governor Whitmer denies. Governor Whitmer says 100% opposite of what they said. What is this about? Two Sundays ago, they wrote a piece. In that piece, they said, quote, some of the claims attacking Gretchen Whitmer and other Democrats are too broad, lack context, or simply inaccurate. There was never a lockdown per se, end quote. I point to Executive Order 2021-21, no, issued on March 24, 2020 at 12.01 a.m. The link to the actual order is there. You don't have to believe my quote. Pull quote. Whitmer said, quote, subject to the exceptions in Section 7, all individuals currently living within the state of Michigan are ordered to stay at home or at their workplace or at their place of residence, end quote. In that, also, she says, if you violate this order, if you leave home when you're not supposed to, it is a misdemeanor under Michigan compiled law. So there's Whitmer saying what the Detroit Free Press is telling you is a lie. And do you think the Detroit Free Press didn't know that? Quote, there was never a lockdown, end quote. Whitmer, quote, all Michigan, state of Michigan, well, all individuals currently living within the state of Michigan are ordered to stay at home or at their place of residence, end quote. Right there. It tells you. And then it gets worse. Dave Boucher, if that's how you say his last name, B-O-U-R-C-H-E-R. One of the contributors to this piece actually asked Whitmer a question in the past. I have the quote and uh, the question and I have the link to it. Talking about admitting there was a lockdown. 
That's why I say they must be scary. Now, according to John, he wrote, Rank, please remember that we were graciously granted the privileges of necessary travel and commerce during the lockdown. You were even allowed to continue broadcasting during this suspension of our constitutional right. Who will voice all of the PSAs if the governor is not reelected? End quote. Yeah, yes, I, I, you know why I was allowed to leave my home? Because I'm special, right? I was essential. I was just deemed an essential person. Everybody else who worked from home or stayed at home were de- deemed unessential or not essential. That's not me. It was the state. I think all human beings are essential. Michael writes on this topic, rank, it's becoming increasingly clear that the quote-unquote left and the agenda of bait and switch is to continue our less-than-informed citizens or to confuse our less-than-informed citizens and will allow them, the left, to continue with the blatant lies and misinformation that is constantly spewed upon us. We were, in fact, in a lockdown across all of Michigan that was directed by governor. Does the free press really believe that after two years, the people will forget what the government did to express our freedom or suppress our freedoms? The damage done alone to our children should have shaken everyone to the core. They continue to do damage to the kids, too. I, I, I know I'm, I'm bringing this up again, but it's just too good. It proves, it vindicates everything I've been telling you guys. So any of you new vo- listeners or listeners who haven't had an opportunity to test me, this completely 100% vindicates me. Or as Obama would say, 300% vindicates me. How you can vindicate someone th- more than 100, I don't know, but you shouldn't question it. He was one of the most intelligent people we've ever had as as a as a president. And the reason I bring that up is because he had mentioned, and I had the quote somewhere, the audio, it just reminds me of it, that uh, we were going to get a 250 or 300% refund on something what we were paying for. I don't, I don't remember. I think it was the healthcare when he was trying to lie to everybody and sell Obamacare. And the question I always had is, how do you get more than 100% refund? You shouldn't ask that because it was Obama who said it. And that's why I'm still wondering where those seven or eight other states are because Obama also said he, he went to 57 states and he had one more to go. So that's, that's eight. So it, it, coming from the most in, intelligent person that we've ever had as a president, I figured by now someone would explain to me what those other eight states are. I, I, I don't know. Do you guys know? I don't know. So that came from uh, Michael. Also, asking the question, should Michigan do away with with, uh, valid Victorians for graduating classes? Denver School District wants to. They wrote to the parents, and not only wants to, they are. They wrote to the parents, quote, the practice of class rank and valid Victorian status are outdated and inconsistent with what we know and believe of our students. Again, I'm asking for any of you to help me understand that. I thought I'm a fairly bright guy, but maybe not. I I can't understand that. Can you? The practice of class and rank, valedictorian status are outdated and inconsistent with what we know and believe of our students. Quote, unquote. I, I don't know. When I hear that, I hear, we went to the store 
there were three cats, cars. Hey, there's a squirrel. What are you doing for dinner this tonight? Who won the Super Bowl? Period. End quote. That's what I hear. Quote, we believe all students can learn at high levels and learning is not a competition. End quote. The dumbing down of America. Now, as I mentioned prior to the top of the hour break, how about something fun? I wrote a piece. How is Michigan involved? Actually, I do this to myself almost every day and I should be ashamed of myself. The myths of male pattern baldness and how Michigan is connected. Now, as I was saying prior to the last top of the hour break, I am follically challenged, and I, um, I'm, I'm not happy about that. I loved my hair when I had it, but unfortunately, I only had my hair for, I don't even, I think at the age of 23 or 4, it started thinning. And as I wrote, I'm a man who has been follically challenged for too many years to count. So when I saw that, article titled seven common hair loss myths the truth about male pattern pattern baldness end quote it interested me greatly and then when i started to do research into the issue i discovered that michigan has a connection to this male pattern baldness issue rogaine was discovered by upjohn in the 1980s in fact i think it first came out in 88 and was the first product ever Clinton clinically proven to grow hair. Now, Rogaine, or, or the, that's the name of the male pattern baldness product. I forget. It starts with an M, the, the underlying uh, drug that's in it, the primary drug. And that actually was being used to control blood pressure. So I guess guys who were taking it to control blood pressure were also growing more hair. Hopefully women weren't. But if they weren't, that would just mean that Upjohn made a sexist product. And I don't know. So I'm not going to call the former uh, Upjohn sexist because if it only grew in men and women, and, and we now know there is no definition of man or woman anymore. So, you know, I better get off this before I get called a sexist. Pharmacia bought Upjohn, and then when Pharmacia bought, uh, when then when Pfizer bought Pharmacia, Rogaine became the product of Pfizer. In fact, it's my understanding that Rogaine, or the original drug, was created by researchers and scientists in Kalamazoo when it was Upjohn. So that's the connection. Actually, a very close connection. I have a affiliate, an affiliate in Kalamazoo, WKMI. So what are the seven myths about baldness? I'll tell you about it coming up right after this. See, we can get away a little bit from the politics and uh, there's a, a, a fun ending to this. Well, I think so. You listen to Live with Rank and we'll be right back after this. You're listening to Live with Rank and that's what I used to sing to myself when uh, I used to get my hair cut and this woman knew it. She said, you're going to uh, go bald. And I said, shame you, woman. Shut thy mouth. But she was 100% correct. So I wanted to do a little departure. And that is to, uh, 
go down, a departure, I should say, from the hard politics that we do and the issues of the day and have a little fun because uh, many of us men, in fact, over 50% of men at the age of 50 uh, have uh, male pattern baldness. Unfortunately for me, mine came in my 20s. I would have loved for it to come in my 50s. So here are the myths. Wearing hats leads to baldness. Never heard that one. Never heard that one. There's zero evidence to suggest that wearing hats, even on a daily basis, leads to hair loss or hair follicle damage. Baldness is your mother's father's fault. Now, that is something I hung my hat on, the hat that I used to wear that didn't cause me to be a male pattern baldness for all these years. That's something I could hold against my mother. But guess what? It's not exactly correct. This is the big one that surprised me. Mom's lineage has long been blamed for male pattern baldness. But the reality is hair loss is a genetic trait you can inherit from either parent. Number three, natural supplements can promote hair regrowth. No amount of vitamins or minerals can help regrow your hair. So maybe I'm helping someone save some money there. Again, no amount of vitamins or minerals can help regrow hair. They say that rule applies to herbs, herbs like stinging nettle and saw palmento. But a eating a healthy diet and avoiding nutrient deficiencies can ensure you keep the hair you already have. Number four, hair loss means you're carrying around too much testosterone. I also hung my head on that one. I'm very manly. The amount of hair on your head has very little to do with the testosterone circulating in your bloodstream. Instead, male pattern hair loss comes down to the hair follicle sensitivity to a hormone called, I'm not even going to try to say it, but it's DHT. So there's another one that fell for me. Number five, stress speeds up male pattern baldness. True. Traumatic and emotional events can trigger temporary hair loss, but this type of hair loss is not the same as male pattern baldness, which is permanent. Six, baldness happens from too much sun exposure. While there are plenty of reasons to steer clear of the sun, the threat of going bald is not one of them. And the seventh and final one, hair restoration treatments don't work. The Food and Drug Administration approved medication, Propecia, is one effective method from preventing further hair loss. The drug works by blocking an enzyme that changes testosterone to DHT in the hair follicle. So then the DHT is what causes it. So it goes after the DHT. It works best among men whose hair is just beginning to thin. The rub, if you start taking the medication, your hair loss will continue. If you stop taking it, your hair loss will continue. And then it goes into Rogaine, a topical medication that you apply twice a day. can work too, and it's available without a prescription. There's more to it. You can check it out. Now, as I said, I've been blaming my mother all these years. I guess I was wrong. In the piece that I wrote, I found an old picture of me. It's the only one I could... Actually, I had to take a picture of it. I recently purchased last year a new uh, laptop, uh, no, desktop to work from home on. I do a lot of work from home for the show. And I uh, I took a picture of a poster I have in my uh, bedroom turned office. 
And it is me when I was uh, posing for a football pitcher in high school. There you will see the long, beautiful hair that I had. So I'm asking you men, what would you pay for a treatment that would be able to restore your own head of hair to its teenage glory? Now, I'm a very frugal person, not cheap, because when we buy or I buy, I buy not the cheap stuff. I pay up. So that's why I call myself not cheap, but I call myself frugal. But I will admit that I would pay quite a bit of cash to get my hair back from when I was 18. Now, it would have to be guaranteed that my old hair would grow back and stay. I, I, I would definitely pay five grand or more. What about you guys? So you check out that piece if you'd like. You could see what I had hair. And then I have uh, before follically challenged and then a follically challenged picture uh, within it. The guy in the front, the front pit, not, that's not me. I couldn't, I was thinking of doing that. I just couldn't shrink the picture down enough to put it in the format. I, there's a lot going on. People often, uh, they rip into you about everything. What you write, what you don't write, sentence structure, grammar, everything. They, they could care less about the meaning of what's happening and pictures. And they always constantly are ripping into pictures because well, I think they don't understand that we can't use just any picture. We have to have the right to use a picture, number one. And if it's not formatted exactly the right way, you can't even crop it, and it still looks weird. So 269-441-9595. Let's have some fun. What would you pay? Let's go to Marshall, Michigan, and Raul. Raul, good morning. Welcome to the show. Hello? Oh, wait. Got to turn you on. I'm sorry. Now you're on. Let's start this all over again. Uh, Raul, good morning, and welcome to the show. Good morning. Thanks for letting me on. Mm-hmm. I, I have a full head of hair, and I'm 71 years uh, old. Thanks a lot for calling in, Raul. I appreciate that very, very much. I'm not going to be mocked and ridiculed and belittled by you telling me at the age of 70 you have a full head. I'm just joking. <laughs> Go ahead. I have. <clears throat> this is a serious suggestion, even though it might sound like a little mockery. Uh, get in touch with President Biden and find out about hair plugs. I mean... That's they're legitimate. They I, work. I understand. I know where you're going with that, but I would not do hair plugs. Well, I, they work for him. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they, you ever see a picture of him, guys? He is. Uh, that's why Rush, good yeah. old Rush, used to call him plugs because uh, <laughs> he was quite bald. Uh, yes. And uh, they did work for him, but I no, nah, I wouldn't go that route. I would pay oh, okay. if I could take some type of treatment that would give me my old hair back, because that's not his hair; that's someone else's hair. Uh, that, oh, okay. Because you have to. It's just I, I assume I, I haven't really looked into it, but I'm assuming that you just take someone else's strands of hair and plug it into or into the uh, hair follicle. Um, I would be looking for something that a treatment I could go through that could bring all back my natural hair. As you did, you see the picture in the in the in the in the article yet? Not yet. Uh, go check it out. You'll see me at the age of 17, 18 years old with a full head of beautiful hair. I think they called it the feather cut back then. Uh, mm-hmm. Is what I was using, 
And uh, well, a- anyway, uh, if I could get that back, I-, I would pay a lot of money. I understood that those plugs came from like the back of the neck or something. Well, I don't know. Maybe so. You know, I don't know. You know or maybe I am trying it, to help it, it, you. Well, I appreciate that, Roland. Maybe it came from women's hair that he smelled. You know how he weirdly smells women's hair? Maybe he was doing that to distract them as they were pulling out the plug, their hair, and then uh, he would say something like, oh, I'm sorry, did I bump into you or something? It could be that, too. Not sure. You know what? It's I, I just have. Hold on, Raul. Let me read this real quickly. Okay? Mm-hmm. I have a high-ranking source in the Biden administration that must have heard me and just contacted me. And yes, it was from women's heads that he was smelling and doing. <laughs> That's what my high-ranking source in the uh, Biden administration is telling me. I, I appreciate that he was listening from the uh-huh. from Washington. So that that's great because we were able to solve that problem. You're too funny. <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot, Ralph, for for calling in. Appreciate that. 269-441-9595. What would you guys pay? Five, ten, twenty thousand? Get your old hair back. If you're listening to live with rank, I appreciate that. Did that get you rocking and rolling? I certainly uh, hope so. Why did I play that? Well, you guys know I'm talking about me being follically challenged. I got a piece out there that I wrote about it of these seven myths that have been dispelled if you want to believe Henry Ford hospital system, as well as the uh, picture of me pre-follically challenged and post-follically challenged. 269-441-9595. Let's go to what I'm being told, and I, th- I know this gentleman, a real doctor, not one that just plays one on air. Good morning, uh, doctor. How are you? Do you want to give your full name? Good, good morning, Rick. Uh, Dr. Kurt Barrett. All right. I didn't know. I saw it up there on my call screen or gave it to me, but I'm never sure if people really want their full name given. So if you do not want your full name given, do not give it to the call screener. <laughs> go ahead. Oh, good point. Uh, I, I, I was hearing you talking about hair transplants, and I think, uh, to my knowledge, now maybe there's something I don't know about this, certainly could be. They're autologous transplants. They come from one part of your body. Okay, yeah, that's what a gentleman was saying. Maybe the neck. Yeah. Well, yeah, or the sides of the head or whatever. But they, they move it from one place where 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 male pattern baldness doesn't. But if you move it from the side of your head, aren't you creating uh, some baldness there? Well, I don't think so. I, I, I don't know a lot about this, right? It's uh-huh. just that they're, okay. they're, they're self-donor sites, not from other people. And uh, and the plugs are really small. They're only, and I'm making up something here, two to five hair follicles or something. They're small. I and see. They and then, then they grow in. Right. That's, okay. that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. All right. Are so, you follically challenged? I know about that. Oh, well, I'm getting there. Oh, jeez. I'm so jealous. I became follically challenged in my 20s. And if you go check out that yeah. p- the piece I wrote, you'll I see did. what I look like. Yeah. Do you see how much hair I had? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, that went away really quick, unfortunately. So You picked the wrong parents. Uh, you know what? You're right. And I used to always think it was my mother because I've always told I look like my mother's father. And, you know, that kind of went in and he was bald. And that went into uh, the whole idea that it's from the mother's lineage. And then according to Henry Ford Hospital System, it's... 
can come from either. It's it's obviously genetic, and it appears to be some type of a DHT that uh, locks uh, that I guess kills the hair follicle or something. Not really sure. Well, the 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 reassuring part is that it only occurs in the presence of testosterone. You know what they said? That's false. Oh, really? Yes. I'm going to read it for you because I thought that too. Because I always used to say, "Yeah, but I'm just so manly." I have so much testosterone. Uh, They say this. Here it is. Hair loss means you're carrying around too much testosterone. Quote, the amount of hair on your head has very little to do with the testosterone circulating in your bloodstream. Instead, male pattern hair loss comes down to hair follicle sensitivity to a hormone, hormone called dihydrotestosterone or DHT. Did I get that right? Dihydrotestosterone? Right, correct. I guess I could become a doctor now. DHT, uh, that's what they say. So they blew that one out of the water too. First, I couldn't blame my mother anymore because, you know, a lot of mothers uh, put a lot on us all. And so I would say, yeah, but it's because you are bald. But no, I can't do that or say it's because I have so much testosterone. I, I, I don't think that, I think there's, um, the way I interpret that means that it's in the presence of testosterone. If you didn't have any testosterone, you wouldn't have any DHT. All right, well, then I'm going to go with what you said. And you're a doctor. You're a really doctor, a real doctor. You just don't play one on air and TV or whatever, right? Well, I try not to. Okay. Not to. <laughs> so, so I will yeah. believe so I you, and that. I will believe it's because I am so manly that well, no, that's why no, it's be happening. Careful because, be careful because it doesn't mean that there's an excess or it's not according to the volume of testosterone. And, of course, we do see male pattern baldness in women, too. And that's when, as their estrogen levels drop. So, Dr. Barrett, you bring me up, right? You bring me up, you make me feel better, and then you take it right out the table up from underneath me and slam me back to the floor. All right. Didn't mean to do that, right? I've got, I've had enough of you. <laughs> you have a great day, okay? All right. Thanks. Take it easy. Two six nine four four one nine four five nine five. Uh, let's go to the phone lines. You know, this gentleman called yesterday, and we had a bunch of calls at the end of the show. And I couldn't get to everybody. And I told them who stayed on to call in if they would like to hold on. He wanted to speak to the Supreme Court nominee, this woman who should not even be on a bench if she believes that she can't define what a woman is because she's not a biologist. What that then means, and I heard this last night, it's a great analogy. That means no one, none of you, can define what a dog is unless you're a vet, right? Let's go to George in the uh, Battle Creek area. Good morning, George. Welcome to the show. Yes, thank you, Rank. I told uh, you I'd get you on quick if I could. Yes, you did, and I really appreciate it. The, um, the woman, Mrs. Jackson, mm-hmm. is saying that she had to give lighter sentences to child pornographers because it is so easy to access now via computer. Yeah, and I want people to understand, one of the light sentences, not only is it below the federal guidelines, which is fine, judges do that, I get it, Uh, but it was consistently below what the prosecution asked for, greatly below. In one case, a guy was had thousands of pictures of child pornography. He wasn't a... A pornographer uh, for her who actually created it, but he was, I assume, sharing it and looking at it. 
the pro I think the federal guidelines was I can't remember 80 90 months something like that the federal the prosecutor said 24 months she gave this guy three months tell me tell me she's she's not sympathetic to the child pornographer and what George's getting at is what she was saying well we need to be a little bit more sympathetic my word not her I'm paraphrasing uh, because it's just too easy with technology today to get child pornography go ahead George and one of the cases that I heard them talking about the gentleman that they the police had apprehended and eventually came to trial before her had crossed state lines to have sex with a nine-year-old. Yes, that was one of them that I reported on the other day. That wasn't a three-month guy, but it was one that she was greatly reduced that person's uh, uh, sentence also. So what I called in and said yesterday was, hypothetically, I have won the Powerball and I have multiple hundreds of millions of dollars. I am going to use that money hypothetically to buy ammunition and stand on the street corner and anybody that drives by that wants ammunition, I'm going to give it to them. So in the state of Michigan, if she was a judge, she would be giving much, much lighter sentences to murderers because the ammunition was easy to get. Right. If you follow along with her logic, her logic would be if you apply her logic to child consumers of child pornography, her logic would then say that we would agree with you. I'm going to give these people who are shooting people less sentencing because it's very easy to, to get ammunition to use due to the fact that this guy George out there is handing out boxes of of uh, ammunition to whoever wanted. Right? Yes. Right. And I think that that's a good, uh, I don't know, I think that's a good point. But I do like the man that called in yesterday, also late in the show, who said, how does Biden even know that she's a female? I, I'm trying to find out. I reached out to my high place source within the Biden administration to find out if he ever had a biologist verify that she's a woman. And they have not gotten back to me yet. Some stuff they know, some stuff they don't know. That's right. All right, Okay, George. thank you for the show, Ryan. I really appreciate it. No problem. Go back to work. I know he said he's very busy sometimes at work. This whole line of discussion around this Katanja, is it Barrett? Katanja, I forgot her, Brown? Is it Katanja Brown-Jackson? Is, is serious. I don't think... At first, ladies and gentlemen, I, I, I thought it may be that it's just a line of attack to bloody her up. And she's still going to walk onto the Supreme Court. And she still may. But this is serious. I, I don't know why people aren't taking this as serious as it is. Even the prosecutor, Andy McCarthy, said that, you know, people always are, uh, judges go below guidelines often. Every time she was below, every time a child pornographer came in front of her, she her sentencing was below not just the federal guidelines, but below what the prosecutors asked. Every time, hands down. There is something weird there. Yeah, she's a mother of two daughters. I don't care, but there is something very, very odd there. And as I said, if I was interviewing Andy McCartney, former U.S. district attorney, I would say, okay. Their judges believe that there's these harsh sentences for people who are consumers of child pornography. 
you know, if you're a consumer of a child pornography, what if you're so whacked in your head that you consume, you view child pornography, how much more does it take to you be someone who's either raping children, uh, touching children, or uh, actually uh, filming pornography, child pornography? Think about it. So my question to Andy would have been, well, then why isn't anybody, if all these judges all over the United States are worried about those and believe that they're too along, then why haven't you advocated to reduce them at the federal level? I, I don't know. But again, three months, three months for a guy having thousands of pictures of child pornography and her excuse is it's just real easy to get it. And so, you know, I had to give that guy a break. It's easy to get it. And, oh, did you hear a new one, by the way? Uh, you guys don't understand. I I had people, uh, what was she, what was the word? It, it slipped out of my head because I didn't plan on talking about this this early. Um. Oh, let me think about it. I'll come back right after this and tell you about it. You listen to Live with Frank. I'll also talk to Mark. Mark wants to talk about hair loss. Not the most favorite topic of mine, but it is pretty funny. Well, it's not the love that's gone. It's it's my hair and others, unfortunately. 269-441-9595 if you'd like to join the fun, as Mark is from Madawan. Good morning, Mark. Thanks for waiting. Welcome yeah. to the show. Hey, thank you, Rank. Good to, good to be on your show and, and love your show. Um, thank you. I just, I just had dental surgery about half an hour ago, and so half my mouth does not work. Just want to let you know that. Uh, so what are uh, you, uh, you trying to say that you're going to give us a good impression of uh, Joe Biden? Well, I, I learned this. I don't need to drink Diet Coke out of a straw when I have a half my mouth doesn't yeah, work. Right. It ended up in, in my lap. Okay, so, uh, go ahead, Mark. Hey, hey, you know, I'm bald, and, and you could not pay me enough money to have hair again. I, I, I think of it this way. I don't have to buy... All the stuff, I don't have to buy combs. I don't have to buy brushes or shampoo or conditioner. I don't have to blow dry my hair. I don't have to pay for haircuts. I, I do it myself. I don't have bed head. I mean, I, you know, when I take a shower, I just use soap on my head and I get out and dry it off. I don't have to worry about it drying. And, you know, the best part is I have an absolutely gorgeous wife who loves my little bald head. Well, and so life is just good. Well, that is very good. I hope she's listening right now uh, for, for that beautiful <laughs> condiment. I, I hear you. I do not. I do not remember the last time I paid for a haircut. Uh, it's right, it's right. probably been uh, thirty years uh, is right. when I paid for, for a, ha a haircut. So I get you there, but I, I would. Yeah. I, I would do all of that if, if I could. And I, I lost my hair thirty years ago. I mean, I, I had. Uh, um, hair until I was 28 years old and I'm 58 now. And, and I just, I don't, and I was in the air force for, for well, that's scary years. because we're exactly alike. I, 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 this year I'm turning 58 and I lost my hair yeah. probably, well, I started losing it shortly after college. I don't even know if I had right. where I was at at 28, but right. anyway, uh, Hey, it's not bad though. You know, life is good. Yeah. Life I got a good. gorgeous wife too, who doesn't mind it. Uh, but you know, I guess I have a, instead of for TV, I have a radio uh, head. By the way, you ever notice that? Do you see many bald people on TV hosting a show? <laughs> Not many. You don't? You know I, I cannot think of a bald person today who, ho well, is well, Mark Levine? He has a, a Sunday night show on Fox. Is he, he may he, be struggling. He is, but, 
But otherwise, think about it. Think about everyone out there. They all have hair. And and I think right. there's a lawsuit there. I think we should start suing. I'm going to start suing companies for not accepting me as on-air TV personality okay. because I'm bald. Well, the only one I think of is Matt Lauer, who uh, who we watched his hair loss. But, you know, we, we you know what happened to him as well. So, but I can't. That's well, true. Willard, That's true. Willard Scott. Willard Scott was on the Today Show for, and he was bald as he could be. Well, I'm not, not saying many, there was none, uh, but yeah. no, but I'm talking about an actual host of the show, not no. a uh, no. Willard Scott was a sidekick, right? He was the weather yeah, guy. Right. Uh, now, right. what's his name? You are right. He was going, uh, and maybe that's why they got rid of him instead of, uh, they <laughs> used the excuse of him raping women uh, to get rid of him, uh, but it was really yeah. because he lost his hair. That could be it. I I don't think I don't think they would care that much about him raping women. I think I think it was a hair loss. I see. We agree. We agree. All right. Thanks, Mark, for calling in and uh, take it easy. I appreciate that. Two six nine four four one nine five nine five. If you want to continue uh, this fun, Michael writes: Bald men are often seen as more successful and dominant than men with lush locks. A study from two thousand and twelve found according to Business Insider. Yeah, I don't know, Michael. I'm kind of thinking that's wishful thinking of ours because think of all the powerful men out there. When's the last president you saw as bald? When is the last... Uh, I'm trying to think of all the uh, big shots in in, in business. I'm, I am. I'm sure there's some. But he goes on to say, the research says that women tend to find hairless men to be larger, stronger, and more powerful, too. This isn't exactly surprising news, considering some of Hollywood's greatest hunks, Bruce Willis, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and Jason Statham happy happen to shine with shaved heads. Well, Bruce Willis is a tiny individual. The Rock, is that because he is um, bald or has male pattern baldness, or is it because he just looks good? One of the few... Uh, well, I don't even know what his ethnicity is, to be honest with you. Black guys look great bald. White guys do not look great bald. Yul Brenner was the last one I thought looked good. And uh, da, 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 Jason Statham, you're right. Male pardon balance. But Bruce Willis, I was surprised. I was working as a consultant on uh, in, in New York City, Wall Street area, at a corporate bank. And I was walking around one day around lunchtime. Why? I don't know. I guess maybe going to get lunch. And that was one of the, uh, I forgot, what was that series that things were getting blown up all the time? And uh, they're on like the third or fourth or fifth one. Anyway, they they had a uh, Hollywood set there. Bruce Willis was doing one of his movies. And I was rounding a corner as he was rounding a corner. And I almost ran into him. He is a very small guy. So uh, I'm going to call me. We'll see here, Michael. The research was conducted by a scientist. Surprise, he's bald at the University of Pennsylvania. The study, which compiled information from 59 subjects, just 59, showed the participants multiple photos of men. The first photo featured a man with a full head of hair. The second one showed the same man with no hair. Most participants reported that they found the bald man to be more attractive overall. Well, I hope so. At least my wife thinks I'm attractive. I think. 269-441-9595.
1-800-848-9595. Coming up after this, got a quick uh, interview with a gentleman who is going to talk about what's happening over in uh, Ukraine and more. You're listening to The Live with Rain Show, and we will be back right after this. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.